Well, good evening and welcome to Life Church. Welcome to our Celebrate Family service. We are excited about everything that's going to happen tonight. It's going to be a good time. We've been putting a ton of time and energy into this service, and we simply want to communicate the story of Christmas today. And so we know we have a lot of families with us and a lot of families from all over the place, and we want to thank you uh, for joining us. And on your way in, uh, some of you may have had an opportunity to uh, take a picture as a family. If you didn't yet, you can feel free to do that on your way out. Completely free. We just uh, You can download them online and all that. Uh, but we wanted to have some fun with that. And, and we wanted to welcome a few of the families that already got their picture taken. So we want to welcome, first of all, the Mueller family. There they are. Let's welcome the Mueller family. This was a random selection, but the next one is actually my parents, Dave and Laura Coggin. Let's welcome my parents. Drove all the way down from Manitowoc, Wisconsin to be here today. And last but not least, we want to welcome the Studer family. Let's welcome the Studers. And again, we just want to welcome all of you. Hope that you enjoy the service today. We also know a service like this, there's a lot of people here that this is your very first time to Life Church, and we want to welcome you. And a couple things to let you know as a guest, you feel as comfortable as possible. Uh, first of all, when you came in, you were given a tithe and offering envelope. If you're a guest, you can ignore that. Honestly, that is a way for our regular attenders to designate their giving. That's why that's there. And along with that is a communication card. And if you wouldn't mind taking out that communication card, you're going to have plenty of time uh, to fill that out. We'll come back to that at the end of the service today. But on that communication card, if you're a regular attender, you kind of know what to do. If you're a guest, there's a guest portion that we'd love for you to fill out. We're not going to embarrass you or anything like that. We just simply want to thank you for coming today. And then flip it over to the back side, and there's a few things you can do to get more information about Life Church, to sign up for different things, prayer requests, any of that stuff on the back side of that card. And again, we'll come back to that at the end of the service today when we drop them in the offering buckets. Uh, again, we are excited about um, what's going to happen here today, and we are, uh, we're going to tell the Christmas story as creatively as we possibly can, and in as many different ways as we possibly can. And so if you're the type of person that you need to like follow a linear thought pattern all the way through a service, this is going to be troublesome for you, because we're going to be kind of all over the place today, but we're going to bring it home at the end, but it's, it's going to be good. We're going to tell the Christmas story through singing. We're going to tell the Christmas story through kids. Are there any kids out there today? Okay. We got our kids section ready to go. Uh, we're going to tell the Christmas story through skits, through humor, through rap. Yeah, that's right. Buckle up. It's going to be good. Don't worry. And we're even going to explain and tell the Christmas story through an iPad. Enjoy the service. <laughs>
Well, wow. That was pretty nifty. That was legit. Yeah. I, I mean, those it's Amazon Kindles, they can do some amazing... I think it might have actually been some sort of a Samsung tablet or something like or that. Something. Something, something really weird. awesome. I don't know. But, uh, well, anyway, this time of year, man, it is exciting. Christmas is here. Well, Love almost. It. It's eight, almost like here. Eight days, right? Something like that? Eight days, something. We had snow. Did you guys have snow this morning? Snow. That's right. That's Love right. it. Didn't even shovel, you know, because it's going to be 40 degrees tomorrow. Just want to make sure I just. Melt away. Eat it up so we can do all the snow angels on the driveway. Love it. Snow angels. It's good stuff. Snowball fights. This Love time of year, you hear a lot about um, Christmas traditions. Everybody yes. has, tends to have some of the classic Christmas traditions, but a lot of families, they have some, some of the kind of weirder and quirkier the, Christmas traditions, but that's what makes Christmas so much people are fun. It's, it's that kind of stuff. And it, I, it does happen. I've heard that you guys have at your family some different Christmas we traditions. Do. You we're, we're, what's we're the weirdest? Family, the what's we the wackiest oh, one that you guys have uh, in your family? The weirdest thing. All right, I got it. The weirdest thing that we do, okay. crazy off the wall. Brace okay. yourself here. I'm ready. We go around to our family and friends, yep. right, weeks, weeks before Christmas, and we say, hey, what do you want for Christmas? And they write it down on a piece of paper. Okay. Something like a like a Christmas list? Uh, more of a wish list. Oh. Give or take. Okay. Um, so we, we take their wish list and we look at it. Yeah. And then we go to the store. And we sure. say, hmm, I could probably get this person this. And it could be anything. It could be like a skateboard, an easy bake oven. Great example. And whatever, whatever's on your heart, whatever your okay. heart desires, put it on your wish list. Sounds pretty normal. So we go and eh, not normal. But okay. we, we go and we, we, we buy them for them, and then uh, we, we wrap them up. So, like, this, you go Christmas this. shopping? Is that it's a little more dangerous than that. Okay. But All right. Uh, Do you explain. We, we, we play for keeps. Okay. But we, we wrap it up in this, this shiny material. Like um, wrapping paper? Maybe. Or? I'll have to ask my mom. She does it all. <laughs> okay. Shiny. Um, so we all wrap right. it up in this shiny paper stuff. And we put like little bows on it, and we yeah. Christmas Eve comes the twenty fourth, and we put it underneath the tree, like the Christmas tree, all decorated. Well, ours is like a blue spruce, okay. But I don't know why it's called that because it's green. Well, uh, that sounds like a Christmas tree, but can, uh, just well, continue. It's, it's weird. Continue. And so we put it, we put it underneath the tree, and then Christmas morning comes. Right. Let me tell you, we we wake up, ah, and then we we see our presents, and we 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 open them up, and we're, ah, we got skateboard uh, and it's awesome it's like a gift exchange christmas presents eh, kind of okay it's it's we, maybe, it's, it's, maybe it's i'm missing that. something but that there's, sounds pretty there's normal deeper levels okay there's different levels sounds pretty normal to me that's one of the most famous christmas traditions i could think of but i've only uh, heard of it in my family okay but i don't know well, i mean you, so, you were saying that you guys had some weird traditions like something yeah. with a sock you were telling me about See, weird sock okay, thing. No, 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 I don't no. know. That's not weird. Christmas stockings. Who here does Christmas stockings? Okay. You guys are all weird. That is not Everybody a no, that is not up. a weird thing. To, that is a it's normal. Weird. That's my favorite Christmas you tradition. You hang decorative it's not weird. socks. Yes. Socks. Yes, and we put candy in them, all sorts of you stuff. Put, that's gross. It is not gross. So gross. You never actually wear these stockings. This is not okay. Whatever. Anyway, let's move on. Christmas music. Do you like Love Christmas it. music? Love Christmas music. Christmas music. Year round, 365. Eh, I don't know about year round, but all year. After Thanksgiving, that's a more appropriate time. But Christmas music, I love 
you know, White Christmas, one Love of my it. favorites. Classic. There's a lot of good Classic. Christmas songs. Um, what about you? What's your favorite Christmas song? All-time favorite Christmas song, Last Christmas, George Michael. Boom. Next question. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Next question. Wait. Last Christmas, George, Wham, that's your favorite Christmas song? Oh, you you said favorite. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see, I thought you said worst, what's the worst Christmas song ever. Okay, yeah. And so yeah. I was like, oh, easy. It's an easy one, okay. Last Christmas. So that's right, not right there at the your bottom. favorite? No. Sure. Who would ever pick such an epic love yeah. ballad <laughs> as a favorite Christmas song? <laughs> it's it's Sounds like you have a close connection to that song. That's okay. It's okay. If that's your favorite, it's fine. Nobody's going to judge you. It's okay. And we just wanted to, we know that this time of year, man, you guys have all sorts of of quirky traditions, not normal ones. More weird ones that go on with it, celebrate it, and Christmas music, it's okay. We want you to have a Merry Christmas, even if you like little girly Christmas love it's not, songs. No, it's, it's not okay. girly. Do you see that guy's it's hair? It's girly. It's girly. Nothing it's girly. but manly. Stop. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. A love ballad, huh? <sighs> I love this time of the year. Man, isn't it awesome? Snow on the ground, Christmas lights. I mean, it's literally the most wonderful time of the year it is you know what i love best about christmas though what's that well let me tell you About a billion likes on it, so it's as bright as it could be. I've been waiting for this moment, man, all year long. Just waiting so that we could sing you this Christmas song. It goes like J-I-N-G-L-E spells, jingle, jingle, jingle bells. Every Christmas, I don't know why the fruitcake still sells. It's a wonderful life up in the M-K-E. We cruising down the street, listening to that Crosby comedy. Hot chocolate, candy cane, chestnuts on the open fire. Doesn't make a That I off the hizzy, geekalling in the shopping malls and still staying busy. Like a little old child Just chilling in Santa's lap For just a little while Ribbons, bows, boxes I'm ready Got a stack ten feet tall Whoa, steady Dropping presents in the stockings Hanging on my fireplace Everyone comes over and look Another fruitcake Go into the kitchen Get the honey baked ham I think it's a little better Than last year's spam Look at me Looking so fly, wearing all my Christmas best. Oh, I think I just won the ugly sweater contest. 
You know, the usual. <laughs> Just chilling out, singing Christmas carols. Do you mind if I join in? Uh, that would be great. I think we'd love that. You want to rap for us? Hey, you should. Okay. I know Santa's on his way and I can't even wait. Go test my reindeer knowledge. I can name all eight. You got Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen. Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. Sipping on that cider is the taste of Christmas. Sitting by the fire checking off my wish list. It's the holiday heat, homie. I got that fever when it comes to
Didn't our boys and girls do such a great job? Let's give them one more round of applause. They've been working on these songs each and every week. Moms and dads, you might be a little sick of hearing these songs in the car over and over again as they practice them, but I think we can all be very proud of everything that they've done. We're really proud of them. Well, my name is Brad Etzel. I'm one of the leaders at the Germantown campus at Life Kids, and I get the privilege to work with your kids each and every weekend, hang out with them, get to know them, play games, eat lots of candy. We get to have a whole lot of fun together. It's a great time, and it's truly an honor to get that time with your kids. Um, in the spirit of life, kids, you know, we have tons of fun in everything that we do. We learn, but we have tons of fun when we do it. And so this holiday season, we wanted to take a time and have a reading of a great Christmas story towards the night before Christmas. But to just simply read it wouldn't be very life kids-like, so we decided some awesome sound effects would really liven up the story, make you feel like you were right in the middle of it. So here to help me with that is my very best friend. Welcome back to the stage, JC. "'Twas a night before Christmas when all through the house "'not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. "'The stockings were hung by the chimney with care "'in hopes that St. Nicholas would soon be there. <laughs> "'The children are all nestled, all snug in their beds, "'while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. "'And Mom in her kerchief and I in my cap "'had just sold our brains for a long winter to that. <laughs> When out on the lawn arose such a clatter, huh? I sprang from my bed to see what's the matter. Huh? Away to the window, I flew like a flash, Whoosh. tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. <laughs> um, hey, Jesse, what was that? Oh, I, I uh, threw up the sash. Like That's just disgusting. The moon on the breast of the new fallen snow gave luster to midday objects below. When what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. Oh, that's one, two, three, four. Yeah, it's eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. <laughs> More rapid than Eagle's courses they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. I'm Dancer and Prancer and Common and Stupid and Ajax and Beaver. Let's go, guys. Come on. Seriously? First off, you got six or seven, and there's eight. We counted them eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And Ajax? And Bieber? Bieber? You think one of the reindeer's name is Bieber? You know, the one with the, 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 red, uh, the red nose, you know? Baby, baby, baby. No, 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 no. Stop, stop. Don't, don't even, no. Can, can we get back to reading the story now? You're the narrator. And then in a twinkling, I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney, St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. Oh, man. Clean your chimneys, guys. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke encircled his head like a wreath. <laughs> I gotta quit. <laughs> he had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. <laughs> Smuckers. <laughs> he spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk. What'd you call me? 
and laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, gave his team a whistle. Whistle! And then away they flew like the down of a thistle. Yeah, Red Ranger, you are clear for takeoff on ramp three. Oh, thank you, Big Tower. Was, was Santa just dropping bombs? Present bombs. That's pretty fantastic. Best Christmas ever. But I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to all, all and, and to, to all, all a good night.
Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power. We were gonna stray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Rejoice, rejoice. celebrate that today. Let's sing this song together. And if 
our God is with us, then what can stand against? And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? our healer nothing is impossible for God he's greater in man in this place let's give him praise one more time come on God bless you guys you may be seated for unto us a child is born unto us the son is given and the government will be upon his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever, and his kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, But how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. For nothing is impossible with God. So all this was done, that I might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child, and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, to the city of David, which was called Bethlehem, because he was with the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. 
And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there was in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were greatly afraid. The angel said to them, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. The star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And they had come into the house, and they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. After the wise men were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, flee to Egypt with the child and his mother. The angel said, stay there until I tell you to return because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. That night, Joseph left for Egypt with the child and Mary, his mother, and they stayed there until Herod's death. Now, when Herod was dead, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt saying, Arise, take the child and his mother and go to the land of Israel. For those who had sought the young child's life are dead. Then he arose, took the young child and his mother and came to the land of Israel. And he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophets. He shall be called the Nazarene. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever would believe on him would not perish, but would have everlasting life. And this is the story of Christmas.
Everybody said, amen. God bless you guys. You can be seated. You know, that's exactly what we've done today is that we've just taken this message of, of Jesus, this message of Christmas, and have just told it many different ways, through song, through the eyes of children, uh, through rap, uh, through iPad, through technology, and, and here's, it's the basic message is the same that's been for 2,000 years. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And he gave his son Jesus as a gift. And, and that hasn't changed. And, and during this Christmas season, we understand gifts. We understand the whole concept of a gift. I mean, 
you know, we're all scurrying and hurrying about. And if you don't think people don't understand the meaning of a gift, just leave here today and go to the mall. And good luck trying to find a parking spot. Because people are, are looking for those gifts. And, and you know, and, and you, you want to give a, a great gift. I mean, as a dad, I'll never forget uh, going one, uh, one Christmas. Uh, Ava, our youngest, was three, just turned three, and kind of had a new vocabulary. And everything was Dora the Explorer. I don't know if anybody remembers Dora the Explorer with Diego and, and uh, Boots and uh, the whole deal. And so everything was Dora in our world. Dora tents, Dora sleeping bag, everything was Dora. And somebody came up with this bright idea to do a Dora house with these little action figures and trap doors and ladders and the whole deal. And in her three-year-old mind, that was like... You know, that was like the gift. And so I, being dad, being the father, I'm going to get that gift, right? And, uh, and looking into those brown eyes, knowing that's what I've got to, to, I've got a mark to meet, right? And so I get on the internet, nowhere to be found. I skirt, I look everywhere, scour everywhere. And finally, one appears in brown deer uh, at Toys R Us. So here I am to save the day, right? I am on my way. And there's an ice storm coming. No problem. I have four-wheel drive. That's what we do in the South. If, if, if in the South, if there's snow or ice, we have four-wheel drive. That absolutely does nothing to help you, but anyhow, except get you in a ditch. So it took me about an hour and a half, two hours later, I arrive at Toys R Us, and I am a man on a mission. I am looking for the Dora the Explorer house, right? One left on the shelf. I grab it. I mean, you thought I was like running for a touchdown to win the Super Bowl. And, and box under arm, and I go and I get it. Three hours later, I get home. I know it's just brown deer, but still, it was an ice storm, four-wheel drive. Anyhow, and uh, I don't know where that gift is today. I have no idea. I know I made her Christmas. I don't know. I can't remember if she played more with the box and with the gift. Have you had those before, right? And, uh, but what I know is that, man, I went to great lengths to get that gift because... As a dad, that's what I wanted to do to make my little girl happy for Christmas. See, gifts, if you give a gift, a great gift that's given, it's pretty simple. You want a gift to be thoughtful, right? You, you want to make sure that you get something that, that just kind of somebody's wanting. So you listen to the clues and you watch the interest and you have the conversations. You, get it, you give a gift that's, uh, that's going to be relevant, it's really going to meet their needs, something that they're going to use. You don't want to give a gift to someone that they, that they, ne- they never use, right? Or they give it away. Or, and, and you want to give a gift, too, that costs you something, that's sacrificial. It, it costs you a little something. I mean, I have that story, and trust me, any time that, that she gets out of line, I go, do, do you know what I did for you, young lady? You know, do you know I braved the elements, Right? I mean, I, I went, it was, it was 10 hours one way from here to Brown Deer and another 18 hours back just for you because I love you. Now go clean your room, right? I mean, but the deal is, is that it's sacrificial. It costs you something. That's exactly what God did for us through the gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. Thoughtful? How much more thoughtful could he be? I mean, to look upon us as creation and know that we were dead in our sins. Like a parent looking at a child, knowing the child has a disease coursing through their veins that they're going to die from. And the only antidote the parent has. Relevant? Wow. 
How much more relevant? Because when Jesus Christ comes into our life, the gospel of John, chapter 10, verse 10, says he doesn't just take care of the sweet by and by, but he takes care of the here and now, that he comes to give us life and life to the full. That Jesus Christ comes and he takes our sin and he casts it far as the east is from the west, never to remember it anymore. That he comes and he brings peace and he brings joy and he brings life that this world can't give and the world can't take away. And sacrificial. The Bible says no greater love has a man than this than to lay down his life. The Bible says that Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, was slain from the very foundation of the world. The foundation, go back to Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 2, when the Bible says, let us make God, let us make man in our image, God says. Our, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Jesus was and is and forever will be. He was there at the beginning of time. He's been there all through, the, through time itself. Will be there through the eschaton of time until time ends. The Lamb of God, Isaiah said that without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. And that lamb has to be spotless. Slain from the very foundation of this world. Jesus Christ. God's only Son. God's gift to you and to me. And here's the thing that we all know about gifts. Gifts aren't really a gift until they're received. Because until that, they're just pretty boxes that are wrapped with bows under a Christmas tree. But until that box is received and unwrapped and the bow is taken off and it's open and it's received as a gift. It's just another gift under the tree. But when Jesus Christ comes into your life and into my life, he brings joy, he brings strength, he brings everything that I need today and all of the hope that I need for tomorrow. That's the reason for this season. The Jesus that we serve is no longer a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. But the Bible says he is seated at the right hand of the Father, forever making intercession for you and for me. That's the good news. That's Christmas. That's what puts the Mary in Christmas, is that I, even though in my own flawed, failed humanity and dead in my sins. God the Father loved me and loves you enough that he gave this gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. John 3, 16 For God so loved you and so loved me that he gave his only son that if we believe in him we not perish but have everlasting life. So how do you receive that gift? Is it just by knowing who Jesus is? You know in southeastern Wisconsin we have this great heritage of, 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 of Lutheran and Catholic, and, and there's something about that that just says, you know, if I go to church on Christmas and Easter, and if I have a mental knowledge of who God is, and if I, if I take communion or take the Eucharist, depending upon your tradition of faith, and, and if I do a few, few right things, then I'm okay with God. Throw a couple bucks in the offering. But the Bible says it's not that way. The Bible says it's not about communion, and it's not about baptism. It's about Romans 10, 9, and 10 says, when I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that Jesus is who the Bible says that he is, that I will be saved. It's not even my church membership. Oh, pastor, I think you're a little on thin ice there. I mean, I know you do the iPad thing and the rap thing, and you guys do some of those funny smoke things, but I think this is a little out there. Is it? 
Do you remember when Jesus was dying for the transgressions of humanity and he hung between heaven and earth and to his left was a sinner who was rightfully being capitally punished and to his left was another one of the same. And the one on his right began to make fun of him and jeer, but the one on his left said, oh, no, 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 he is the real deal. He is the son of the living God. And he looks at Jesus as they're both hanging on the cross, and he says, please have mercy on me, son of David. And Jesus says to him, today you will be with me in paradise. That thief did not have the ability to join a church, take communion, have the Eucharist, or be water baptized, but when they died that day and they entered into heaven, Jesus didn't enter into the heavenly uh, host of, uh, of heaven to, to, to see God and the angel, uh, angelic host by himself, but with that thief on the cross. Why? Because it's with my mouth I confess, it's with my heart that I believe. I am saved by grace and that not of myself. It's a gift of God lest I would boast. That is a gift of salvation. All other is nice. But the gift of salvation is simply just saying, Jesus, come into my heart and come into my life. If you ask people on the street today, here where we live, oh, I know Jesus. I believe in Jesus. But if you ask them another question, they'll respond completely different. Are you a fully devoted follower of Jesus Christ? Are you a disciple of Jesus? Whoa. Let's don't get crazy, Pastor. Let's don't get crazy, Christian. Let's don't get fanatical. Why, why would I be a follower? I mean, I believe in Jesus. I'm cool with all of that. But because isn't that what Jesus did? As soon as he began his earthly ministry, he gathered disciples. And then he lived with the disciples, and he ate with the disciples, and he discipled the disciples. He did miracle signs and wonders with the disciples. Before he goes to die on the cross for our sins, he gathers the disciples together and tells them what's about to happen. As soon as he dies on the cross for the sins of humanity, and he raises again, who does he go see? The disciples. And before he ascends to the right hand of the Father, what does he do? He gathers the disciples one more time, and he says this, one thing I need you to do, go and make disciples my question to you is very simple I know you get all of this but are you a fully devoted follower of Jesus Christ or is he just something you do at Christmas and at Easter is Jesus Christ in the gift of salvation that God's given to you and to me through to humanity have you received that gift or is it still a wrapped box with a bow intact sitting under a tree? I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand. I'm not going to bring up the lights. I'm not going to do anything. But here's what I'm simply going to do is give you an opportunity before we close this service to make a decision to take that wrapped box from under the tree and open it and to receive Jesus Christ into your heart and into your life. Just like the Bible says, Confess with your mouth that Jesus is who the Bible says he is, that you're a savior in need of a sa you're a sinner in need of a savior, and that savior is Jesus. And to believe in your heart, and you shall be saved. Would you bow your heads with me? And I'm gonna ask you, 
If you're here today and you go, man, that's me. I believe in God and I'm cool with Jesus, and, but I've never asked him to come into my heart and my life. I've never made that decision. I, I've never done that. I, I don't even know that I would to qualify myself as a follower of Jesus Christ. It's just something that I've done or something that I believe, but it's not really anything I've, I've accepted into my life and that I've confessed my sins and asked him to come into my life. If that's you, I'm going to give you the opportunity to pray this prayer with me. Praying the prayer won't save you, but if you believe what you're about to pray, the Bible says you will be saved. Those aren't my words. It's not my ideas. It's not some life church thing. That's just the Bible. And for those of you that have prayed this prayer before, I'm going to ask you to lend your voice with those that are praying this prayer for the very first time. Dear Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart, to come into my life, and to become my personal Lord and Savior. I am a sinner. And I believe that you, Jesus, are the only one that can save me from my sins. Wash my sins away. Give me a new heart and a new life in you. Today, I accept the gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Can we give the Lord his hand for all of those people that made the decision?